Welcome to This Week in Awakening. So with Valentine's Day at this time of the year, what is love, and specifically self-love? If you are a little skeptical about self-love, we get it. At this time of year, it sometimes seems like there are two camps. The people who are madly in love with someone else and want to tell the world about it, and people who, whether they're in love with somebody else or not, talk about self-love and why it's so important. Well, we do think it's important, the notion of self-love. It's been a hot topic at Meditate Awake for the past couple weeks. But for those of you out there who are thinking, yeah, but is self-love even a thing? We want to go a bit deeper and share where we're coming from with all this. So let's begin with starting with our own definition. When we talk about self-love, we're talking about basically four things. The first, appreciating yourself. It's not about thinking you're better than anyone, but it's about recognizing the value in you. The second is not settling. So not underselling yourself or accepting situations in life that don't work for you. The third is taking action. Self-love isn't something you just decide to have or feel or be. It takes work to cultivate this kind of appreciation for everything that you are. And we're all about helping you do that. And finally, growth. Instead of a vague concept with vague benefits, self-love has a point. It's a crucial experience in our personal growth. It's something that helps us move in the direction we want to go, in work, in relationships, and in every other area of your life. We're all faced with a bit of a paradox when we get down to the nitty-gritty of self-love, because most of us have grown up with mixed messages. Don't be selfish, don't be arrogant, put others first, but be confident, believe in yourself, you can do anything you want. So part of the challenge when we start working on a relationship with ourselves is to make sense of those conflicting angles in life and figure out how to care for ourselves while also being good people. As with most things, balance is at the core of the matter. We have to find that sweet spot where we're able to love ourselves, make decisions that are right for us, and make time for self-love practices without feeling guilty, and where we're also able to offer empathy, patience, and support to others. Looking after others is great, looking after you is great too. And it's much easier to look after others if you're feeling strong and grounded in your own self. But it's okay if you're not feeling it right now. That's what self-love practices are for. All that being said, not feeling love for yourself doesn't mean you're not doing well. It's easier said than done, isn't it? And often, the moment we start to feel a glimmer of appreciation for ourselves, a voice in our heads tells us we're being arrogant or deluded, that we're not doing well enough, or that we don't deserve to do well. That's what self-love practices are for, because nobody decides to love themselves and then wakes up the next morning feeling perfectly comfortable and confident in their own mind, body, and soul. Self-love might look like saying something kind to yourself or allowing yourself five minutes first thing in the morning to look out of the window before you do anything for anyone else. It might look like meditating, and meditating might look like drinking a cup of tea without looking at your phone. 
On the really good days, self-love could be saying no to something that you know will be bad for you mentally and physically, or saying yes to something you know will make you feel good. For you, a self-love practice could look like adding one very simple positive habit to your day, or choosing to go out for a walk instead of surrendering to Netflix for the rest of the night, or asking a partner or a friend to listen, really listen, while you tell them how you feel. What we're getting at is this. Self-love, or a lack of feeling it, is not another thing to make you feel pressured, inadequate, or guilty. It's just something to practice. A little each day, because when you do, it becomes easier to see what's brilliant about you. Doing this simple practice can elevate your journey towards positive relationships and a positive impact on the world as it becomes smoother. Here are three quick ways to practice self-love today. Go ahead and take a breath. Now take another. And take another. How are you feeling? See, you're already practicing a little self-love. It doesn't have to be complicated or vague. It can be straightforward, easy to do. It can make you feel better in a matter of moments. So I'll leave you with three more ways to practice self-love. And I've just chosen these, and you might develop some of your own. But the first one is reading a poem. Inspired by someone who's taking the world by storm right now and who speaks loud and clear about the crucial power of love in the world, in her world-shaking inaugural poem, Amanda Gorman wrote, If we merge mercy with might, and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So you can find a poem that makes you feel hopeful and powerful. Save it on your phone or print it out and stick it on your wall. Read it. The act of reading something that makes you feel your own potential, it's an act of self-love. The second practice for self-love is choosing not to join an argument. This can apply to any area of your life, with work and close relationships being prime grounds for painful arguments. But one of the places we all argue the most these days is on social media. We argue over news stories, global events, we argue about illness, wellness, vaccines. We argue about what kind of treatment people do and don't deserve. We argue about anything that has space for polarization. But opinions don't have to be polarized. And sometimes, maybe even today, Choosing simply not to enter into an argument and to protect your own state of mind instead can be a practice of self-love. And the third practice of self-love is do something imperfectly and just because. Perfectionism can be a huge block to self-love. And today, perfectionism is filtered into professionalizing everything we're good at. We're conditioned to look for every opportunity to turn our hobbies into careers. So think of something you like doing, but that you're not highly skilled at. It could be painting, gymnastics, cooking. And then make time to do that thing for no reason other than because you enjoy doing it. If you're short on time, writing is a good one. Give yourself 10 minutes to write a story without taking any time to plot or plan and just immerse yourself in the process. Teaching yourself to let go of perfectionism and to enjoy doing things 
that are not in your professional skill set will remind you what it feels like to strip away expectations. Be curious and be who you are.